The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. And Edmonton companies continuing to move away from in-person business as this COVID-19 pandemic unfolds. Among them is a friend of this show, uh, Leading Edge Physiotherapy, the owner and and he's a physiotherapist there as well. Grant Fedork says the decision was based in part because of this statement from Canada's Chief Medical Officer of Health. We don't just need to flatten the curve. We need to plank it. And we need everyone from government to communities, families and individuals to work together. We all have got to get it right and get it right right now. Grant Fedork joins us this afternoon. Hey, Grant, how you doing? I'm doing good, Jay. The, uh, that was a great line because physios love planks. So, <laughs> you know, well, it, it, they're re- the only, it they're, they're the only ones who like planks, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, Grant, a tough decision yesterday. You announced uh, that you were suspending treatment of active non-emergency patients. It's a a tough decision. It was more, though, than just Dr. Tam's comments that came into play here. Tell us what what was going through your mind during this decision process. Yeah, thanks, Jalen. We didn't make it. uh, This decision weighed very hard on all of us. Uh, We didn't make it alone. Uh, There's a lot of us meeting on it and discussing it and really taking all of the information that's available to us today, which is changing hourly. But, uh, you know, I want to point out that our phone lines aren't aren't closed. uh, Our doors aren't. And for sure, our hearts aren't closing. We're just going to be doing things in a absolutely totally different way for the time being so what went through our mind was to kind of put a pause on our daily interactions with uh, non-emergent patients uh, so that we could do a few things so by by putting a pause on this it gives us a chance to keep patients at home who should really be practicing extreme let's use the word term the term physical distancing not social distancing because I think to some extent people are thinking oh okay I'm not going to socialize but really, we need to be keeping a physical distance from one another at this time. Um, it allows us to have well space to, to take our environment where we do have to see emergent or urgent acute patients. Uh, and it allows us to space out that environment a heck of a lot better. Uh, we could reduce our hours. We could reduce our staffing as well in order to enhance that physical distance between patients, the urgent emergent ones. Uh, and it gives us time to spend the next little bit to keep up to date and meet with infectious disease experts so that we can increase our preparedness for managing patients in the event that we're going to be relied on to help frontline workers stay on the front line. So there's a whole bunch of things I can keep going. We also considered (laughs) the fact that we've got staff who have family members that are immunocompromised. Um, It gives us a chance now to work on alternative management strategies for patients who are concerned about coming to the clinic or are unable to come to the clinic. So working on our telemedicine program, and it also sends a clear message to the community about how serious we're taking it. And hopefully people understand that uh, we're taking it serious and so should you. So we're trying to be a good, responsible uh, member of our community. So, Grant, before we get to the telemedicine uh, part of this, because I find that really interesting, I Mm -hmm. I, I think it was um, your wife, Heidi, who tweeted last night about some of the patients that she treated yesterday, you know, firefighters, nurses, doctors, that sort of stuff. People who are on the Mm -hmm. front lines of this battle right now. And, and, you know, again, part of that decision is a tough decision because you want to still be able to, to help everybody, and especially those who are front lines right now. 
So we're working out our, not working out, we've got a definition of what we're calling urgent. Uh, one of those things that we're considering an urgent matter is one of those frontline workers who wouldn't otherwise be able to work. And so uh, we, we know how important it is for a firefighter to be able to get up and go to work. We're going to be relying on all of those frontline workers. So that does that will be one of the things that we're considering when a patient's being screened as an urgent patient. So I want to know, I want also the community to know that we're making a responsible decision to make sure that we are, we are not saying no to people who desperately need to need it and, or to people who we just desperately need out in the community doing what they do. Grant Fedork from Leading Edge Physiotherapy joining me this afternoon. Grant, um, one of the things that I, uh, one of the really big reasons why I wanted to talk to you right now was about the telemedicine aspect of this. So you've had to, uh, you know, you're looking at pretty much closing down shop for a little while, but you're moving it over to a new way in telemedicine. How's that going to work for your clients? So there's a few different things that we have to consider. Number one, we have a we have a obligation and a responsibility to our current patients to stay up to date with how they're doing. Uh, just saying, sorry, I'm not going to see you for a little while. This is a scary time. Doesn't doesn't sit well with anybody, and especially not with us. Uh, and so we need a we need an opportunity and an option to see and help those patients. So it may actually be a telephone call in some cases if that's appropriate. We have to we have to judge based on each individual situation which patients we can actually effectively help via telemedicine. So even if it means that we're looking at them through their iPhone or whatever, uh, we do have a program that we'll be working with. Um, we need to know that in fact that time that we're spending with them is valuable and that we can get the information that we need and the information that we can provide to them. So for some people it might not be appropriate, but uh, for many of our patients who will need advice, continuing advice as to how to you know, uh, change their exercise programs or exercises that they don't know that, how to do properly. There's a lot of things that we can use telemedicine for. We're a, we're a profession that can, uh, I want to say, adapt to ch- changes really quickly. And uh, we've got professionals, and so do other physio clinics as well, who are going to be able to do this very well so that patients that are at home, either because they choose to, or because they have no choice, we'll have an option uh, to keep our doctors working because our doctors can't be seeing them. They really, I want, I want to make sure that people know we need to keep our physicians able to do what they need to do, which is help in this situation, those who are in more, more significant uh, health situations. Well, Grant, tip of the hat for, uh, tip of the hat to you for adapting to um, these, these changing times. Um, and speaking of, which hat did you end up wearing? Uh, well, you know what? I went with the uh, Coors Banquet cowboy hat. I, I'm an <laughs> I'm a, I'm an Albertan, and uh, I think that <laughs> not many people are used to seeing me in a cowboy hat. I'll, I'll send out a picture afterwards to show you guys. I look like a child when I'm wearing a hat like that. But. <laughs> uh, Grant, uh, thanks for this. I appreciate your time. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. The singing is going to keep going one way or another. Okay, I can't wait to hear it. Uh, Grant Fedor from Leading Edge Physiotherapy joining us this afternoon. The hat thing was he saw that uh, CBG and I were both wearing hats today online as we were planning the show, and he said he would wear one as well during the interview. You can check it out uh, following uh, Grant Fedoric uh, on Twitter.